0: Welcome to Rolling Misadventures, where a group of podcasters take time away from their respective shows to sit down and play fiasco. I am your host, Derek, once again joined by the triumphant returning Megan.
1: Still triumphant, still returning. Too too triumphant, too returning. Tokyo Drift.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And once again, we are joined by our lovely guest, Susanna. How's it going, y'all? And Susanna, because our listeners have a habit of skipping the first half of our stories, why don't you go ahead and plug your podcasts one more time?
2: They, they, but the first half is so good.
0: I know, I know. We keep telling them. Okay, they just okay. they choose not to listen to us.
2: Okay, weird, but all right. Yeah, y'all should listen to that first half because it was really good. Um, all right. So, uh, my name is Susanna. I am the keeper of the Thornvale podcast. It is an actual play monster of the week podcast. And it is about a bunch of monster hunters with dragon powers who are trying really hard to protect a small island town off the coast of Florida.
0: And links to that down in the show notes. Uh, But as we are entering Act Two, let's go ahead and give a quick little recap of our story.
1: The place. Crime town. The time? I don't know. Late 40s, early 50s? Thereabouts ish, the people, Keith Muse, just a old-timey boxer trainer. I say old-timey. He's like in his, his late 30s or 40s or something. We established, but he's uh, he's a boxer and a trainer, just trying to live a good life away from the the crime family that once used to sort of exist. It sort of collapsed uh, after his father died and and just, just be a good guy. And part of that includes uh, taking a kid under his wing to, to train up in boxing, little Jimmy Riley, uh, who's Susanna's character. The problem is, Jimmy doesn't want to be a boxer. Jimmy wants to do crime. He wants to steal things. And so to do that, he goes to the other Muse brother, Nixon. Nixon is a cat burglar with aspirations towards bigger, greater crimes and a bad habit of third person narration. Together, Nixon and Dixon have pulled off a couple petty thefts from old ladies, but, and uh, while well, Keith has been harangued by Dixon's mom, um, About, uh, well, Jimmy, who has been renamed Dixon for convenience sake by Nixon. (laughs) This is just already so confusing uh, that she doesn't want her son going off into a life of crime. So Keith and Nixon got into it because Keith is like, stop putting children in your crime. And Nixon was like, I do what I want now a member of the illustrious Capriati family, which is a fun little Easter egg for loyal uh, Rolling Misadventures listeners, has come to Nixon with the tantalizing promise of a deceptively simple theft of a a sentimental trophy of uh, the time that a member of the Muse family beat a member of the Capriati family in a boxing match that currently lives in Keith's gym. And that if Nixon successfully delivers this, that he will be brought into the family moving on to bigger and better things. All
0: right. And all of this, of course, is in our playset Black Neon, which was submitted by Tyler Burns. So thank you again, Tyler. Thanks, Tyler. With all of that, we have rolled our tilts. We have mayhem, a dangerous animal, perhaps metaphorical, gets loose. And guilt, someone panics.
1: Yeah, we we don't, we don't have enough panicking. I feel like that's something that that we could we could be doing more of.
0: Are you suggesting that all of our characters are calm, cool and collected at all times?
1: Absolutely. No one ever loses their cool on this show. <laughs> uh,
0: but that being said, does anybody have a scene they'd like to start act 2 with?
1: Why well, I do.
0: Well, go for it.
1: I will. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing right now, but... (laughs) So, uh, Nixon is, like, you know what? He's he's not super confident this is going to work, but he is a guy who wants to take the route of least resistance. And yes, he probably could steal the trophy pretty easily, but Keith is his brother, and he does care about him, and that is why he keeps trying to, like, foist dirty money on him so that he can keep the gym open and stuff, like... He he doesn't have a reason to to hate his brother, uh, and so he figures, why not just talk to him first?
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Which is a way that a lot of problems in our plots and it could just be solved. Well, why not just talk to him first? <laughs> so he goes down to the gym, presumably waits till like it's the Keith's like closing it up for the night or something.
0: Oh yeah, after hours for sure.
1: Yeah. And he uh, knocks on the door very gingerly because it, it's, it's just barely hanging on to those, those shitty little hinges.
0: Uh, I was going to say, yeah, you knock on the door, it just falls. Oh, shit. Hmm. And uh, Keith pokes his head out of the office. Who's there?
1: Uh, Keith, it's me. Nixon. <sighs> Damn it. Nixon,
0: Nixon, what, what the hell do you want?
1: Do I, really? I pay a visit to my beloved baby brother and I'm met with
0: scorn. When have you ever paid me a visit where you didn't need a favor? You're either coming down for a favor or you're gonna come and shit all over my gym. Metaphorically.
1: (laughs) Nope, uh, you know what? If you keep this up, I will drop trow and I will take a shit right here in the ring. So zip the lip, mister.
0: Alright, Nixon, you know what? By all means, come on in. You already took the door down. It's not like I could slam it in your face.
1: So he comes in, and after just being immediately met with, uh, just the disdain, he drops the acting and is just like, Keith, look, th- listen, this is, this is a big deal, okay? Like, I just, I, just need you to, I just need you to listen and take me seriously for just, like, one second, alright?
0: Alright, fine. Nixon, what do you want?
1: Dimitri Capriati came to my house last night.
0: What the hell are you doing with the Capri eyes? You told me... Uh, Nixon, you told me earlier you weren't running with this shit.
1: Mm. Okay, this was the wrong way to start this. I should have started this conversation differently. Uh... <laughs> look. They are promising me big-time money, big-time status in the family, but I don't, I don't have to do anything... I don't have to do anything bad for it. If I just do this one thing, there will be no more... The burglaring, no more thievery, no more corrupting of various local youths. It's, it's all going to be done. And it's it's so simple. I don't even have to do a, a crime.
0: Nixon, you know what? You know our family history with the Capriots. You know what they did to dad.
1: I'm not an idiot, Keith. I know. But look, I'm coming to you. Like, All right. Look, let me just put it this way. I don't have to come to you for this. I This is something that I could have just done on my own easily. But I came to you because I want to cut you in on it. This could be big money, and you don't have to do anything. You could, you could raise this piece of shit to the ground and build an entirely new gym with new equipment, new everything, fucking working locks on the doors, for Christ's sake. And I want you to have that. You're my brother, and I, I love you, and I want to do right by you. And all we need
0: is the Golden Gloves Trophy. Okay, look, I I could make some big sacrifices to get you out of here. It's not about the money. I don't care about the money. I mean, fucking look at this place. You want the one thing that meant more to Pops than anything else? To go back to those assholes? Look, Keith, Dad's dead. He doesn't give a shit. You know, he might not, but I do. The Muse family meant something.
1: Yeah, yeah, it meant, it meant fucking scumbag gutter family that you, you, you know what? You got a lot of nerve. Oh, the Muse name meant something. Yeah, if it meant something to you, why'd you change your last name, huh? Why'd you try to get away as far away from the family as you possibly could, huh? Now suddenly, when when it has a chance to benefit us for the first time in our adult lives, it means something?
0: Yeah, because if I opened up a Muse Boxing around here with the Capriani's running the town, like, that would have went so well. At least this way it kept them from smashing in my windows more than they're already broken.
1: Yeah, what a difference. Nobody would have noticed. Look, Keith, like I said, it's... it's so simple. And then you don't have to worry about money anymore. You don't have to worry about me anymore. You don't have to worry about... Rebecca Riley anymore, which I'm sure would be a great load off your mind.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Look, if we're going to do this, but we're doing this on my terms. What what does that even mean? If the damn capriotis want their trophy back so bad, tell them to send their guy down here. We're going to do this old school style. They're going to win this trophy back. If they win this trophy, you get what you want. They get their damn trophy. You get your job with the capriotis selling out our family but I get to keep the respect of our father and what he had for this business.
1: All right, fine. If that's what it takes to make it happen, to make you happy, then that's what we'll do. I'll go tell them. I'll I'll talk to Dimitri and get the whole thing set up. It'll be completely above board. All right?
0: And as you say that, <laughs> he opens up a drawer of the desk and pulls the trophy out and sets it down in front of you.
1: Nixon takes the trophy, kind of looks at it, Like, hmm, yep, thems were the times. And then he whacks you over the fucking head with it. Oh, shit. Oh, This is for your own good, Keith. You'll see it when I bring it back. All right?
0: That's not where I expected that to go. (laughs) I was going to let you take the trophy to him as, uh, you want this, come get it, but all right.
1: I thought you were going to say no originally at first, and there was going to (laughs) be no winning over, and then I was going to agree, and then just come back and steal it, but then since you took it out, well...
0: (laughs) All right, yeah.
1: I'm so glad that Dixon isn't there because he would have just peed his pants.
0: Maybe Dixon was there. Maybe that's the next scene.
1: Oh yeah, oh, that Dixon no. followed. That Dixon followed Nixon, and Nixon yes. didn't even know. Yeah, I do like that. All right. So then, our our next scene, we see Nixon quickly scurrying out of the gym, uh, muttering to himself for the usual. And judgment thief Nixon. Muse tucks, tucked away the trophy into his coat with a, with a heavy heart, but still oh, knowing that it was for Oh, damn. Uh, was good. Nixon! Dixon! What, what do you got there? Nothing. Are those Keith's golden gloves? I, well, technically these are our father's, it's our father's uh, golden gloves trophy, so no, um, is that blood? It's not my, don't worry, Dixon. It's not my blood, so you've nothing to worry about that Nixon, for. It. what did you do? <sighs> Dixon? Okay. You, you know how I've been giving you all of these lessons and helping you learn to be uh, a better, do, more Nixon? enterprising thief? This is one of those lessons. I'm going to give it to you right now, and it's called practicality and necessity and right now it is a practical necessity that I get this trophy to the Capriati family and get lots of money Capriati that pragmatically as an act of necessity I did have to hurt Keith a little bit to get it he's fine he's fine don't worry he's gonna get lots of money and now I have to go I have a very important meeting to get to Dixon runs into the gym Dixon no Shit Keith
0: Oh, he is completely knocked out
1: Oh my god, Keith And he's just like shaking his shoulders like, wake up, Keith And Nixon Nixon grabs you and like pulls you out of the gym He's like, Dixon, stop What did you Get do? Dope. Stop it Nothing, he's fine He just took a knock he's to not- the head He's fine He's bleeding out of his skull he's, It's only a little bit of blood He's He's got a hard head. Don't worry about it. He's just going to wake up feeling shitty in the morning. Look at me in the eyes. And Dixon tries to pull away again. Stop it. Jimmy. And he turns around. Go home. Go back to your mom's house. I don't want to. I don't want to leave him. You know what? Stay. It doesn't make any difference. But don't come to me again. All right. You're not cut out for this. You don't have what it takes. And I think Nixon turns on his heel and leaves. And Dixon just sits down mm.
2: and starts, like, shaking Keith, trying to wake him up. He goes and he finds, like, a, a like a cup and gets a cup of water and just, like, pours it on his face, trying to, like, wake him
0: up. As you pour the water over Keith, he starts kind of swinging his hands a little bit, like he's trying to fight someone.
2: And Dixon backs up out of the way and probably, like, catches the edge of one of his hands. Keith, <sighs> are you okay?
0: Ref, what? Why? Why'd you stop the fight?
2: Keith. <laughs> Keith. Hey, hey, it's uh, it's Jimmy.
0: Kind of squints a little. Jimmy, I, I didn't know you had no twin brothers. <sighs>
2: <laughs> Let's sit you up slowly now.
0: All right, all right, yeah. He sits back in his chair. What the, what the hell happened?
2: I think Nixon kind of um, hit you, with the gloves. The, gold, the golden ones.
0: And he starts freaking out and, like, shoving papers off of his desk looking for the trophy. That goddamn rap bastard fucking took it, didn't he?
2: Yeah.
0: God damn it. All right. All right. I think, uh, Keith, uh...
2: I think Dixon starts just, like, bawling right now. He's just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean... I shouldn't... You warned me and I didn't. And I'm sorry.
0: And Keith I'm puts sorry. his hands on... on Dicks shoulders. Jimmy, 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 look at me. I'm looking. Alright, if you, you stop that crying, alright? Look. We're gonna you didn't do nothing wrong. It's all that fucking asshole Nixon. I did I did steal your car. Yeah, you stole the car, but I got it back. That car didn't mean shit to me. I mean look at it. That ain't nothing to be proud of. Okay. But we gotta go get that trophy back, Jimmy. I mean that that trophy means the world to me. That trophy's the reason this this gym exists.
2: Okay. How do you how well but Nixon has it and he's like a master thief. Like, how are we going to get it back?
0: He may be some little two-timing cat burglar or whatever the hell he's calling himself these days, but he ain't all that bright. Really. I know. He told me he's trying to take it to the Capriottis and, well, that's just a few miles up the road. We can go back.
2: The Capriotis? But they're... They'll kill us if they, if they find us. If we try to take it back.
0: They ain't going to kill us, Jimmy. Look the Capriotis and the Muse go back a ways. If they were to just shoot us on sight, it's going to send this whole fucking town into a spiral. The one thing the Capriotis have is honor, which is more than I can say from my fucking brother. So let's just go up there, see if we can talk Nixon out of giving it to him. If he already did, we'll we'll figure something out, All right?
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. I I think I can help with that.
0: And they, uh, they go to get in the truck, and Keith gets ready to drive. He's still kind of weaving a little bit.
2: Maybe, maybe I, maybe I should drive.
0: All right, all right, Jimmy, just head up the road that way.
2: Yeah. Okay. I, I can do directions. He's <laughs> still kind of like sniffling a little bit as he goes as he starts to drive.
1: Oh, little Jimmy.
0: So here's here's kind of where I'm leaning. I'm thinking Keith is going to challenge somebody there for the, to get the trophy back. Okay. But the fact that he's been knocked over the head, it is not going to go well for him.
1: So then we would begin uh, with Nixon reaching the Capriati's already in progress.
0: Okay, so do we want to do that scene are you handed it over first? Or did we want to just assume that that had happened as Keith gets there?
1: Um, I think it should be like in progress as Keith busts in, although I realize you are both Dimitri and Keith.
0: <laughs> They're pretty similar.
1: Well, there's gonna be a lot of swapping going around depending on how many capriotis are present at a given moment. Oh yeah, it could
0: be a different capriotti. <laughs> I
1: was gonna say, yeah, because we could we could all we could all have a chance to be a capriotti. <laughs> oh, <Lord>. <laughs> 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 we could all be capriotis together. Okay. So he uh Nixon has been like tearing down the street. Um like he didn't even get in a car, like he just bolted and he's been taking all the back alleys and shortcuts, and, like, he's having a hard time keeping it together because even if he is a dirtbag, he did just, like, club his own brother, who he likes pretty okay, over the head, and his little crime intern, who he did like quite a bit because, even if it's just because it's made him personally feel special, uh, does not want to be around him anymore. Like, he's freaking out, kind of. He's sort of falling apart, but he's still trying. It's just like... (sighs) Nixon time just, just a gentleman thief running through the night with a trophy with his brother's blood on it but it's all gonna be okay because he has a plan he's a man with a plan and he, the streets are his are his home and he knows them like the back of his hand oh fuck me okay ugh, i gotta do less drink and more running and ugh, he's gonna make everything i Okay, this is gonna be fantastic. And he skids down an alleyway and he goes to the back door of whatever sort of club that is the the HQ of the Capriati family and uh, sort of frantically bangs on the back door.
0: All right, the door uh, gets thrown open and you see Dimitri. Nixon, what the hell are you doing here? (sighs) Dimitri.
1: He holds up, peels up his head. You what? You what? <coughs> Dimitri! Oh, okay, nope, need one more. Dimitri! My, my, my dear fellow, I have something for you. Let me in right now.
0: Uh, he just kind of looks around down the alleyway and lets Nixon in.
1: As soon as he's in, Nixon pulls the trophy out of his coat pocket. As requested.
0: Well done. All right. You know what? We're going to take you up to go see the old man right now. Sooner than expected. I know we figured we'd give you a couple days.
1: Hey, did you- Nixon Muse is a man of his word, then so- signed, sealed, delivered. And just as I know that the Capriotis are our men of their word.
0: And so he leads him through, I imagine the kitchen at the back of this club. And uh, they go up to a... Uh, like a vip suite that overlooks this uh speakeasy
1: and uh so will i be getting the money
0: tonight perhaps dimitri if we could get that expedited i mean that, that ain't up to me Nixon. it's up to the old man you gotta kind of schmooze with him for a little bit yeah i a member of the family now.
1: Of co- yes, 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 and and that's going to be fantastic, and I look forward to it. I don't have quite as much schmoozing time as I would have hoped to originally. Um, hmm, might be I, I if we if we could just move this along, that would be fantastic.
0: I think right as you say that you start to hear a whole bunch of like screams and glasses shattering from the uh, speaking zoo below. Oh shit! What? But So what the hell did you do? Um,
1: Keith was less than amenable about parting with a sentimental family heirloom. And so I persuaded him that it was for the greater good of our family to return the trophy to the old man. And I may have persuaded him with blunt force trauma.
0: And right as you say that, (coughs) someone just gets thrown through the door. Nixon, you give me back what's properly ours? Oh, shit. It's too late, Keith. Dimitri
1: has the trophy now. It belongs to the Capriatis. We're going to get our money. Please stop hitting people. Keep won that fair and square. You can give it back.
2: You can just see, like, Dixon hiding behind, or Jimmy hiding behind Keith.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. Ripped. You get, you you give me all this world of shit and you bring him here?
0: Well, I mean, you take a fucking blow to the back of the head like that. Fucking cheap shot. You knew better than that. Dad trained you better than that. But when you take one of those, it's not exactly so easy to drive. Jimmy, I told you to stay in the car.
2: Yeah, but I did oh, This
1: was going to be so easy. This was going to be so easy. You fucked it right up. Uh, wait, look. There's got to be, there's, and, and uh, I guess like Capriati's are now sort of closing in, bigger, more imposing ones than than just uh, whatever poor schmuck got tossed through the window. Um, and I imagine Dimitri is, is looking sort of more impatient. And um, it's look, Keith, it's it's too late. What's done is done. And may, maybe some, and he looks very pointedly at Dimitri Maybe some money will smooth things over.
0: I mean, Nixon, you, you're bringing all this trouble into our club. The hell would we pay him off? He's your brother. You fucking take care of him. Because if you don't, then my friend Bear over here will.
1: But this happen to be one of those ironic nicknames? Where he's actually a very, a very small man.
2: Bear is big.
1: Yeah, I had a feeling. Damn it.
0: And Keith just looks up and cracks his knuckles.
1: Okay, okay. No, let's not it doesn't, like, and and Nixon kind of tries to, like, put himself, it does not have to come to this! We are a civilized group of men, we can figure, and one teenage boy, we can figure this out! This does not have to come to blows.
0: And I think that Bear just slowly slides you aside, and they just start going at it. They're just, they're fighting cleanly, like, not full-on boxing, because obviously they're bare-knuckled in the middle of this, uh, office space at a park Take gloves now. After a little bit of back and forth, you think Keith is going to hold his own, but then he just takes one good blow to the back of the head where you would hit him and drops.
1: Keith! And Nixon just, his stomach just
0: drops.
2: Nixon, help me. Keith? I don't, help me, he's
0: hurt. Shit. Uh. I guess we'll be taking our trophy now.
1: He's your brother, I, I you guess. son of a bitch. Jimmy, shut up! Give me the, he, he grabs the, the trophy. Give me the fucking trophy. Jimmy, take Keith out of here, now. Fine. Nixon turns towards Bear and he's like, you want your fucking trophy? Here's your fucking trophy. And he tries to play the same game again and he tries to smack Bear in the head with it.
2: Bear like holds up his hand and catches it in midair. <laughs> Oh, this
1: was... Bear, take trophy now. Oh, this was ill-planned, and Nixon tries to fight Bear.
2: (laughs) Bear rips the trophy out of his hands and just brings it down on, like, his chest.
0: As this is Ah. happening, Keith starts to stir again. He's like, Dixon, Jimmy. What, what? You gotta get that trophy. Remember what I taught you? You can take him. Just use the moves that almost got you kicked out of class.
2: Yeah. Okay, and Nixon goes up to I think probably the head Capriati and says we're gonna be taking that trophy now and then he kicks him in the balls <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nick Nixon's like bent over and he's like spitting up blood and he's like those are also the good cat burglar skills <laughs> <laughs> So he picks up the
2: golden gloves and then picks up Keith and puts his arm over his shoulder and starts to leave
1: and Nixon is lying on the floor in a fetal position, coughing blood. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Probably. But how will this play out? We'll have to find out with our aftermath. Hey, guys, it's your host, Eric with a quick intermission. First off, a huge thank you to our lovely, wonderful, beautiful, and vivacious Patreon supporters Hey, you know what? I said I was going to get a dictionary last time. Instead, I opted for the emergency uh, random word generator to get this one. Uh, But thank you to our Patreon supporters, Kate, Ben, and Sarah. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for helping us pay for things like our hosting and our website and basically giving us a chance to create without spending out of pocket every month. We really do appreciate it. And for anybody else that would like to check out our Patreon page and maybe throw a couple bucks our way, please visit patreon.com slash rolling misadventures, where for as little as a dollar a month, you get the shout out for a few bucks more. You also get bonus content like some behind the scenes updates, setups for some of our story arcs, as well as us playing other games. And we also have a special promotion going for all of our existing Patreon members, as well as anybody who signs up through, uh, let's say, March 15th. We have an exclusive sticker that is only going to be given away there. It's a limited run. I only had 40 of them made, and they're awesome. They are a remixed version of our logo with a clear backing, they're high quality vinyl, and they will never be sold in our store. So. Again, patreon.com slash You have until March 15th to sign up for those and you get one of these exclusives for the first uh, 40 people, but that's going to do it for this intermission. Let's go ahead, hop into a quick little promo and get back to that story. Keith Muse got a nine black, nothing to write home about. Nixon Muse got a two black, brutal. And little Jimmy, aka Dixon Riley, got a ten white, not too shabby.
1: Derek didn't die today. Derek didn't die today. <laughs> so it is a good day. I don't. I don't know. That turned into a blues clues at the end there.
0: <laughs> so we cut to. Maybe a few months later, let's say six months later, and we're at the gym, and we see Jimmy's mom, Rebecca Riley, shouting at Keith.
2: Come on! Come on, get your get your fists up! Come on, get get your fists up! Come on! All right, all right. Come on, right. get it
0: up. Come on, lady, come on. And as the camera pans back, he realize that she's not yelling at Keith, but she's actually watching Jimmy in his first boxing match. Come on, you gotta bob and weave, you gotta bob and weave, Jimmy! Okay, I'm,
2: I'm, bobbing. I'm, I'm, I'm bobbing I'm bobbing, I'm bobbing, I'm
0: bobbing ah, t- I told you, you gotta duck under that hook You gotta weave past the uppercuts if you get them mixed up, that's what happens
2: Right, 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 okay, okay
0: Alright, okay. alright, you know what, Jimmy, you can hit the showers Some good fighting today
2: I think I have a loose tooth
0: Yeah, that'll happen from time to time Just pick it up, we know a guy <laughs>
2: Okay, <laughs> right, right mom Ma- Ma- has got-, got a guy and then he hits the showers. Yeah,
0: I think his mom picks up the tooth and kind of like throws a towel over his shoulders. It's like,
2: I'm going to pocket this tooth for later. Right, thanks, Bob. I'm going to go uh, get the blood out of my
0: mouth. I'll see you in a bit. All right. There's some good moves there, Bobby. Uh, you know, I think you're really coming along. So, uh, you know, tell your dad uh, that you're uh, doing some good work and uh, make sure he comes by next time. I think he would like to see this.
1: Yes, sir. Mr. Muse. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick those bullies asses.
0: All right. As everyone's kind of separating at this point, Keith just like kind of looks around the gym, still as decrepit and dirty as ever, and just kind of takes a deep sigh.
1: And he, as he goes into his office, Nixon's already there, just steps out from like a corner, just sort of seemingly materializing. He still looks a little bit like shit. Just not not completely, but a little bit like shit.
0: Jesus! Nixon! Keith? What the the hell are you doing here?
1: Can't I stop by, say hi to my baby brother?
0: Keith gestures to a seat.
1: And Nixon sits down slowly. He does not move very quickly these days.
0: (laughs) And uh, Keith sits on the other side of the desk. Uh, Do things seem good? Same as it ever was. Can't say the same for you. You look like shit.
1: Uh, uh, I'll... Things, things don't go great when you cross the, the Capriati family.
0: That's, that's true.
1: Time yes. heals all wounds, mostly, except for the ones the doctor says will be there forever. But that's not what's important. Um, what's important is that I'm, I'm sorry, Keith.
0: I'm sorry. You ain't ever been sorry a day in your life.
1: I am, I, have look, I would have come sooner, but I've been laying low, recuperating, had a cane for, look, I had a cane for a while, I really didn't want you to see me that way, because, quite frankly, was, was embarrassed about it, was not a fan, um, but I wanted to come by and apologize, because I know I wanted to help, but I, I didn't do right by you, and, and I hit you over the head, with, with a trophy.
0: You're right. You didn't do right by me. You didn't do right by the name. You didn't do right by dad. Didn't
1: do right
0: by Jimmy. sure as hell didn't do right by Jimmy. But I'll tell you what. There is there is one thing that you could do for me that will make up for all of this. And what's that? You can get the hell out of this town because I never want to fucking see you again. And as he says this, I think Jimmy comes in and like, grabs uh nixon by the shoulder jimmy you know where this trash goes you take this out for me
1: yeah i can do that i've i I don't need an escort out out i'm i'm gone i'm i'm leaving jimmy get your goddamn hand off my shoulder yeah fuck you for the record dixon was a much better name you know I, i really can't disagree with you but out
0: hey jimmy feel free to uh Show him some of those new moves I taught you on the way out.
1: Jimmy just smiles. I have a knife in my pocket. Touch me and die. Jimmy, stops smiling. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Nixon limps out, never to be seen again. But when you look back into your office and you turn, there is a envelope sitting on your chair, which is full of money.
0: Son of a bitch. Nixon, wait. All right. And I think that's going to do it for our story.
2: That was good. I like that. That was really fun.
0: Yeah. If you enjoyed what we do here, if you enjoyed this story, feel free to check out any of the other stories we do or we have done. Or feel free to check out our other shows, like my show, Life World, where my co host Kate and I discuss true crime cases and basically make fun of assholes that use the internet to do crimes. Megan.
1: Go listen to Ono oh the Class. It's a podcast that I do with my my co-host and fiancé, and it's all about Shakespeare and classic literature and dong jokes all the time. You know what? And anyway, also, vagina jokes. Equal opportunity. All genitalias are, are made. You know what? This was bad. This was a bad idea. Poor planning, worse execution. Go listen to Ona Litclass. You're gonna <laughs> learn about books and you're also gonna laugh when we say cuss words. And that's at onolitclas.com or wherever you listen to podcasts, which could be underground in in the dark, hollow caverns of the earth. Because our show's for mole people too.
0: But not those reptilian assholes.
1: No, fuck them.
0: And Susanna.
2: Hi there. I'm the keeper of the Thornvale podcast. Thornvale is a narratively driven actual play Monster of the Week podcast following the lives of three monster hunters as they struggle to protect a small island town off the coast of Florida.
0: And it is a wonderful show. And we will have that link down in the show notes for you or at rollingmisadventures.com where we have links to all of our past guests, where you can find their shows. We also have links to our merch and Patreon page, if you're so inclined, and some just really cool bios that you should check out. Uh, but that being said, guys, let's go ahead and get out of here.
1: Later, babies. Bye. Ciao. He comes in and after just being immediately met with uh, just the disdain, he drops the acting and is just like, look, Keith, um, there's a train coming by my apartment. Hang on one second.
0: <laughs> that damn plot train.
1: Yep, that fucking plot train. Choo-choo. Why'd you put your gym by a train? By the train It's tracks. the only
0: place I could afford.
2: <laughs> That's fair. What What do you got there? Nothing.
1: <laughs> you know a you know, a yes and that's a that's a no fuck you. <laughs> Derek, you added a Wilhelm scream in here.
0: No, I hate the Wilhelm scream. I'll get something.
1: what? I I no hate,
0: I despise the Wilhelm Ow! scream. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>